Good afternoon and welcome to another episode of uh, Epic I'm Doing a Podcast. It's your boy, uh, Wakanda's geriatric vaccinated variant or something to that degree. But uh, this is another episode where we're going to talk about different things in pop culture. I'm going to give you my thoughts on a few things here or there and do it in a way that's not all by the book and bit for bit. I just kind of talk to you like I'm just randomly talking to another person who, you know, just a regular person, basically. That's how my podcast works here. Um, Content is all over the place, and as you know, you just have to buckle up and bear with me here. It's Sunday, and as always every Sunday, maybe not every Sunday, I'm going to kind of give you my opinion on a few things that I've seen in movies or TV. We're going to talk a little bit about spoilers, just a little bit. The way that I do spoilers. Spoilers, people do spoilers totally different. If they're watching a show at midnight, by 6 a.m., they're throwing all kinds of spoilers here and there. Uh, Me, personally, I try to avoid Facebook and not reveal any spoilers or great memes or great scenes that really got to me. Uh, in a great way, I try to avoid showing those off until the next day, and maybe even going even more further than that the following day. Um, I judge spoilers by who hasn't seen it. If my brother and sister haven't seen it, then I'm not going to really spoil anything. I'm going to keep it. I'm going to keep it down below for a minute because you know, just because of it. Because I got Twitter to do all that other spoiling stuff here and there with the hashtags. Both the spoilers, so I do it like that. Everyone has a different way they do spoilers. That's how I do it. Uh, I've kind of come to the point where I'm not really concerned about spoilers when it concerns certain property. There wasn't a whole lot of traffic for Fear Street, so you could actually watch it without hearing any details on what's going on, and that that was nice to be able to watch it. Uh, Black Widow there has been anything people have been really quiet about it and that's great uh, because it has received recognition from here from people in here and there and overall I liked it it should have been out after Iron Man 2 at least I feel that Marvel dropped the ball when it came to pushing out female centric superhero stuff it wasn't really until the past couple of years now where they've really been catering and really pushing for female representation. Black representation we got with Black Panther wasn't until, what, 2018? So, it's it's great that it's happening now, but I'm glad, I wish Marvel would have done this earlier in their, in their first phase. It would have been great to have seen, at this time, Black Widow 3 instead of the first Black Widow film. I, Loki has taught me anything when it comes to people uh, the characters they're not dead until they say they're dead or until their agent doesn't want them to do Marvel movies anymore uh, I believe that we'll get Tony Stark back for, for, for Secret Wars when that goes down in some form uh, I believe that we'll get Scarlett Johansson back in some form as well uh, when once her sister has been established in an Avenger film which I feel there's going to be an Avengers 4 and I can't wait for it. Or technically, Avengers 5. 
but I, I can't wait for it. And I'm really excited for what they end up doing uh, with uh, her character. Because she was great, man. She was like the MVP of the entire film. And my previous podcast, where I'm sipping for her, uh, I still don't make no bones about it. It was great. But I'm really digging the female representation for the storyline and art. I think that uh, if you're going to do something, uh, you, you tell a great story. And you don't really worry about what happens here and there. With it. Um, but overall, it's just, uh, I'm all for that, is what I'm trying to say. I'm really excited for the next group of uh, Marvel films to come out. Um, I'm, it's going to be a lot of fun checking it out. Uh, there's a moment in Black Widow that I know is going to get a callback involving Red Guardian and what he says during that. So I think we'll end up seeing a Steve Rogers gemstone film at some point. I think that's going to be awesome. I, I'm looking forward to She-Hulk and what they do with that. I'm curious to see if anyone ends up using Tigra uh, in the Avengers because she was the she was an Avenger. So I'm wondering where they're going to fit her into this because. They've managed to add a lot of different characters to this. Personally, for me, there needs to be an adventure film in this phase. I don't know when that's going to happen. I think that there's been a lot of plans to make the X-Men the Avengers for this phase. And I'm looking forward to seeing that, but they have to do Eternals first. And they're wanting to make Eternals something. And I hope the best that they can because they make Guardians something. I don't think Eternals is going to be the Avengers. You know, it's going to be their team or anything. They're saving that for X-Men. Once it came clear that they had the, the able to do the X-Men, it became very clear that the X-Men were going to be their Avengers. And we're going to see that at some point. Um, I think Cap 4 is going to involve the Thunderbolts at some form. Uh, or the Dark Avengers, with Cap having to deal with the Dark Avengers who are going to be doing things totally different off book. And he's, he's like, I'm Captain America. And they're going to need their kind of version of Captain America in the Stark Avengers. So enter uh, uh, Wyatt Russell's character, who uh, is going to be that that character in this. Cap 4 is going to be a really fun, a lot of fun, if it plays out the way you want it to. I think the really big ones that everybody's looking forward to that will set the course for the Marvel Universe is Spider-Man No Way Home and Doctor Strange. Everyone is hyping them up because Spider-Man 3 is supposed to be like an Into the Spider-Verse type of film where it involves the multiverse and how out of control it gets. But you're going, Wanda didn't make it out of control necessarily, so what does? And I feel that Loki kind of pushes it to the edge a little bit and gets it over that bump when it happens. Ant-Man hasn't even begun filming yet, so there's going to be a long gap between that and where that plays out. So I really hope that they push Kang and Loki so that we can be excited for Quantumania and and look forward to Kang as a villain in Quantumania and where that happens and where that goes. But overall, I'm a Marvel zombie and I can't wait to see it. The What If trailer, I think, is also a part of Marvel canon uh, as it's showing the multiverses going nuts. And I think they're going to push that heavily that the multiverse becomes nuts because of what happens in Loki at the end and what they do with TVA. And my wish is that it ends up being Loki 
Sylvie and Mobius having to figure out what they can do to correct the timeline before it unravels and we all die. Our existence failed. The race is the race. And I think you're going to find Strange Bedfellows and B15 and Renslayer who are going to be trying to still hold up the TVA. Well, Renslayer is going to be trying to hold up the TVA with all the gaslighting. And maybe 15 decides to go ahead and do this reluctantly so she can finally get her happiness. But Wednesday's Loki's finale, so we'll all see, and I will be reviewing it. Uh, hopefully that afternoon around this time. I saw some commentary on Facebook over the uh, possibility of, or on Fear Street actually, the commentary on that. And the commentary is basically around the lines of, I've seen that before, it's a complete ripoff. Here's the thing. I've been on this planet for 50 years, and I don't see a lot of films. I see a lot of films, but I don't see it the same way a lot of people do. I I see a lot of homages and remakes and reboots and stuff like that. And that doesn't frustrate me because for every Fear Street that, uh, for every Fear Street, basically someone is discovering horror for the first time. And my best to them, uh, Alien. And the thing were kind of my forays into horror and mainstream level uh, before I grew up watching Godzilla films at the age of six with my mom and dad or watching Creature from the Black Moon or my first real adult horror film with uh, Alien as a kid at theaters and how that blew my fucking mind when I saw it. So I look at films a lot different. Plus, we just... Or we're still in a pandemic that is amping up every day and I don't just bash a film for existing you can't really it's kind of a wasted effort by doing that so I dug Fear Street by the way and people who are real critical of a film for whatever reasons that's on them but don't say something is trash if you haven't seen real trash because believe me, son, there's a shit ton of really bad filmmaking out there. You might want to seek that out before you start wanting to bash the new Fast and Furious movie. Or wanting to bash Fear Street or something like that. A little advice for people who are trying to go through life or just go through their social media. Uh, don't take it all seriously or try not to. We, we live in a country now that, I know you've heard this before and I'm going to say it, that is so divided. And when I say it's so divided, it sounds like a fucking cliche. But we are. We're so divided to some degree that we're either way too sensitive about shit that we shouldn't be. Or we're not as sensitive as we should be about some shit. Uh, that usually falls on the ladder with some people when it comes to things um, just uh, control what you can and not try to control what you can't we're never going to change the fabric of this country in any way unless we try and vote 
our opinions on Facebook are not going to reach Rand Paul or Biden or anybody else when it comes to how we feel about something. Uh, if we're so upset about critical race theory that we applaud when something gets banned or kept down, you might want to look at yourself because that's fucking racist energy right there. And you just want to be a better person. Don't just be a, don't be a fucking asshole. Please. It's the best thing to do. Uh, I have learned that apps like Facebook are pretty much just created for discourse. Apps like Instagram are just created for you to look good or flex on your home or pose your family up as being perfect. Uh, that's why I like We're the Millers. Uh, not We're the Millers. Uh, that's why I like the Mitchells versus the Machines. I like that because they do have a family that's not perfect. And they end up saving the world. Spoiler alert. And you have this family that's fabricated their entire life. And that's why I see a lot of people who get on Facebook. A lot of people on Facebook are probably going through real shit and they try to pretend that everything is all fine and dandy when it's not. Marriage is a challenge and it's hard. And don't try to pretend that you and your significant other don't go through shit. But it's when you keep it real and this goes back to the my previous podcast on that, when you keep it real, you're not trying to fake it, it gets a lot better in life. So don't fall into that trap of trying to pretend something you're not. Be real about it. But this has been Effort. I'm doing a podcast. I'm Curtis. And we will talk again shortly.